And we're back on the Heady Jams Hour with Spoons. Every Wednesday night, 10 to 11, playing electronica. And we have some special guests in the studio with us this evening. It is Eddie B. and Tim Gunter. How y'all doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm so glad you guys came in here. We, uh, I saw you the other weekend at UNC, and it was God, a hell of a show. Thank you for having us. Real talk. I'm glad that y'all could get out to that show. It was pretty dope. Is your mic on? Oh, there you go. There we go. There what's we go. up? What's up? <laughs> All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Tim, you go to NC State. I do. Go Wolfpack. All right. And you go to UNCG. I go, yeah, I go to UNCG. I can't really shout out our school because <laughs> our, our basketball team is a little shaky. That's cool. But <laughs> that's cool. NC State's uh, right there with you. How is it? Uh, how are you guys fitting all this, you know, music into your, you know, school lives and stuff? I mean, you're Tim. You're majoring in business. Eddie, um, I'm a media studies major. Oh well, that's that yeah. works. That's perfect. Yeah, it works with me. For me, and I know for Eddie as well. It's just you can't really sleep anymore. There's no such thing as sleep if you want to make it in an industry like this, especially if you have a full course load like myself, and then you're traveling to shows on the weekends. It's just no sleeping. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it definitely sounds like you guys are making it. Did I hear 10,000 downloads on your first mixtape? Yeah, 10,000 yeah. downloads. Thanks to, uh, shout out to Good Music All Day for helping us out on that one. Yeah, and the mixtape mix mix came out last October. It's called Dear North Carolina, Welcome Back, and uh, the beats are great. I mean, you know, the rhymes are sick. Um, Welcome Back, I think, is the first track. Yeah, um, it's the intro. Yeah, and uh, you guys explain a little bit about how you met in the track, or Eddie does. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to... Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, the funny thing is, like, we were actually in the same place, like, a couple months before we actually met on Twitter. And um, I was spinning for Big Sean at one of his shows, and he was really impressed with what I did. And then um, a couple months later, I tweeted about needing a producer. And the next day, Tim hit me up on Twitter, and we real cl- like we, we clicked really fast. And uh, he sent me a beat. And, like, the next day, I sent him a complete song back. And like ever since then, we just yeah. been making songs. We, we were just we we're both on the same page. Like we, like most of the time, like in this industry, you, you'll send a beat, and then it takes three months, and it'll take three months to get a beat. Yeah. And for us, we were just like, I sent him a beat, he sends me a song back. So we were like, Yo, we need to meet up. Then we met up, and we were just banging out tracks like every weekend. So it just it clicked. Isn't that crazy how yeah. the internet and Twitter and yeah. everything like that yeah. can be yeah, such pretty, a huge factor? And exactly. I mean, you guys never would have. Uh, Probably never would have gotten together, and I mean, the exactly. music you're making is phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So, how long does it take you to put together a song? Um, it really depends on the on the song because a lot of songs that we've done that have been like really big hits weren't like, oh my god, I'm gonna sit down and do this. Like yeah, Fall exactly. from a Cloud, he gave me the beat, and 30 minutes later, the song was completely done. Exactly. Yeah. But it, then some songs he'll send me, and I'll take like two days to write it just depends on the the topic and the and the beat yeah yeah that's great and i know you guys both make you know all your own you make your own rhymes and you make your own beats and i mean even the songs you're using with samples you do an amazing job with you know with that uh i think i was hearing some was i hearing some daft punk one more time a little bit on uh on do you know carolina welcome back I, you know, to be honest, it kind of slips my mind right now. I might have used that. Uh, I have such I have a really diverse background as far as music goes. Um, my father's all really into classic rock, and uh, uh, my mom's into alternative stuff. And uh, my sisters were like growing up, making me listen to like indie rock. And then I got into dance music and started playing the drums. So like, I, like, and I interned for like I said, I was telling you earlier, Ninth Wonder this past summer. So I have an influence from him and like DJ Premier and Pete Rock. So like, literally. When I try to describe myself, it's like all those producers like morphed into one. So like I'll, I'll take a Daft Punk sample, but I'll throw some '90s hip hop drums over it. Yeah, it's just it's unique. Like that's that's what I think is our edge right now is just the freshness to the game, like the sound we're bringing. Oh yeah, I mean it's not like anything else. Yeah, um, exactly. So were you guys like the band geeks growing up? Were you into music like playing, you know, Actually, playing trumpet like, in the band, you know, back in the day, or like me and music have had like a. We've had a history, but it's been on and off. Like, I did it when I was really little, and uh, me and my little brother, I would have, like, a cassette tape, and uh, he would do my ad-libs as I would rap. And then um, when I got to middle school, um, I started playing the drums, and I was in beginning band, and then the next year, um, my band teacher moved me up to um, advanced band because he said that I had really good rhythm. So I did that, and then um, I had always 
just kept writing and stuff. And then um, one of my friends, uh, Levi, he had uh, hit me up and he was like, yo, you should record. And he got me in the studio and started recording. And then it's just been history since then for me, at least. Yeah. I was uh, I was a band geek in middle school, to be honest. Um, I was in <laughs> <laughs> what, what, is, what instrument? Uh, I was actually in percussion, which makes sense for what I'm doing now. But yeah. I, I kind of strayed away from it because I just started to like females and they didn't like the band thing. So uh, <laughs> I kind of gave it up freshman year of high school. But uh, it, it definitely crafted me. Like I, I, My dad was a drummer in a band for a while, so like he always had me into music. I had a keyboard when I was like five. So I've always been around music and and uh, I'm really into like trying to figure out how stuff works, and that really got me into like trying to figure out how to make my own music. And then from there, I just got addicted to it. Like I'd be keeping up my neighbors at 3 a.m. playing my drum set, and I was like 10 years old. So, I mean, so, hey, if that's what it takes, exactly, you know, exactly. that's that's pretty crazy. Everyone, oh. every artist is a little weird at heart, you know. Yeah, yeah. Little band geeks. So, um, Tim, would you say, I mean, what would your influences be? I mean, as far as, you know, who, who do you listen to these days and you're like, wow, like I want to make stuff that is along their lines or I'd say my biggest like personal influence just all around is, is a track. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of him. He's a Kanye West personal DJ and, uh, he runs the label fool's gold, which is actually the label that discovered Kid Cudi. And he, uh, Duck Sauce, Barbra Streisand, that's A-Track. Yeah. He's just an amazing just producer. Like, he, he's got a real old-school hip-hop background. He's, a, like, a turntable, like, God. Uh, he was he was the DMC, uh, like, Techniques champion at 15. Like, he's just, like, that's like that's who I look up to as far as in the music industry. But as far as influences, man, like, I'll take anywhere from, like, Paul Simon to, like, uh, like the Crookers or something. Like, I, I mean, I listen to such a vast array. Uh, Pandora is probably my best friend, like, I'll, I'll yeah. throw on you know an artist that I like, and next thing I know, I have five more artists to listen to, and it's it just feeds me samples too. I love if Pandora, if you're listening by any chance, like I love you. I'll I'll take a sponsorship if you're willing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Um, one of my biggest influences is uh, Tupac, but that's because I, I was born in California. So oh, where at? Um, Long Beach. Okay. So All right. everybody out there really messes with uh Tupac, and then uh Lupe. Um, Black Thought, um, Most Deaf, Common. I really, I really mess with Lil Wayne. Real talk. I think, I think he's a genius with like wordplay. I mess with Kanye now. A lot of people. I like, I like lyrical artists. Like I like J Cole. He's, he's yeah. doing it real good. Um, I really mess with Big Sean. His delivery is dope. So yeah, you were like telling that. me uh, you've, you know, you met, you know, you know Big Sean. I mean, that's yeah. that's a huge connect right there. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. Um, I was actually about to say that "Fall from a Cloud" sounds, I mean, sounds like Lupe's on that beat. I mean, for real, and that's, I mean, that in the you know best way possible, and it's great. I mean, it's an awesome song. We're gonna hear that later. Yeah, uh, what do you What do you have for us right now? To transition from the uh, the the bumping beats you guys were hearing earlier, I'm gonna actually debut <laughs> my uh, first track off "Dance to This" Volume Two. "Dance to This" is a mixtape I just do on the side. Uh, it's a bunch of remixes and stuff, and. This is a shout out to the homie Wiz Khalifa. I got a little electro remix that I'm about to play. So, not much else to say except you know what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Black and Yellow is coming on right now. And we are here with Eddie B and Tim Gunter. So, stay tuned. WKNC.
push to start. So that was Black and Yellow, the remix of Wiz Khalifa's Black and Yellow by Tim Gunter. And what a, what a good remix. Um, I'll t- I mean, you can definitely dance to that one more than, more than the original for sure. Absolutely. Um, so as you guys know, I played, I played Jingle Bell Rap a while back on here. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that was my favorite Christmas song this holiday season <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of love for that song. Yeah, we had, uh, we had some kids that did a dance video in Russia. Yeah, in the, in the Red Scout. Uh, oh, the that's right. Yeah, I heard about in, that. In Moscow, yeah. They sent so, us a video. So they found the track online. They and found the track online, and they just they were uh, just dancing to it in the middle of the Red Square. Like, you can see, like, all the crazy lights in the background, the buildings and stuff. It's pretty nuts. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, if... The, pe- internet's, the internet's insane, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I found Jingle Bell Rap on, you know, one of those new track sites, something like Good Music All Day or Fresh New Tracks, and I actually found your Black and Yellow remix on Pigeons and Planes um, on their last dance post, pigeonsandplanes.com, excuse me, and uh, I mean, these websites are being viewed nationally and internationally, they, you know, it's, you're getting thousands of views from people all over the world, I mean, is that just, does that just blow your mind, I mean... Uh, yeah, it does. Cause considering like uh, less than a year ago, we I had zero like songs on the <laughs> internet. Like we had nothing on the internet, and just just through like a lot of hard work and a lot of you know, I, I mean, the all the love we're getting now, we we got a lot of like rejections back when we started. And like I, I remember sending out five hundred emails and getting like three responses from blogs. And now nowadays, it really takes care of itself. You know, people follow us; they're waiting for our songs. Like, you know, we have a contact at Good Music. We have a contact at Fresh New Tracks. Um, Pigeons and Planes, we have a contact. And they're they're more looking for us now as opposed to us having to knock on their door all the time. Because, like, nowadays, like, with how easy it is to create tracks, like, it, you really have to shine through to be able to uh, to get these people's attention because I get hundreds of emails a day. So it's really insane. Like, the, the Russia video really, like, I, I know Eddie, too, like, it just kind of blew our mind to see these yeah. kids, like, Dan, like they're blasting our song in the middle of like the Red Square in Moscow, like, <laughs> and there's random people in Russia listening to us. Like it was just kind of insane that because like that came from my computer. It's like it's insane. Like yeah, the, yeah. The, the world. Yeah, here in North Carolina, yeah, and you're really you're playing in Russia. I mean yeah, that's that's pretty dope. I mean that's literally the opposite side of the world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's. On Christmas break, I went out to Germany because that's where my family stays, and people out there had heard it. And um, a guy came up to me and he was like, "I heard your song when I was in California." And I was just like, like, it kind of takes you aback because you're just like, you work so hard just to get like a buzz 
around like like your school exactly yeah and then like for somebody to be like oh i heard it in california or that moscow video it's just kind of like all right like i see what i've been working for for such a long time oh yeah and if a german guy is hearing it in california then i mean you know something's yeah, going exactly. on it's, 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 it's getting it's really nice to get like uh, a lot of love now because like the, as hard as we work like you get to a point where you're like finally you know like thank you for actually like realizing because, like, any, anyone out there is grinding like us, you know how hard, like, you work and how much effort you put into something and how easily it can get overlooked. But even your best friends, you know, they can, you know, the, if they don't understand how serious it is, like, and to finally, like, to, to see your song being played in Russia, that's like, wow, like, like, they paid off, you know, like, all the hard work is starting to pay off. Oh, yeah. Um, so what are you guys hoping to do with this, you know, newfound exposure from all these websites? I mean, thousands of downloads, I mean... I mean, millions of views probably soon. I mean, you guys are going to be up there. Exactly. What What are you hoping is going to come from all this? I mean, right now we're just getting a lot of booking inquiries like across the the country. Uh, like, you know, we're getting we're we're we have shows in, in California and Texas and Illinois, and uh, we're we're getting stuff set up in New York, and we're looking at a little run in Tennessee. Like that that's the 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 immediate you know, reaction from all this exposure is people are like, you know, we want to see them live because that's, that's, I really, sh- that really shows like how much of an artist you are. You're like your live performance. Yeah. But as far as the long run, man, we just want to keep building. Like this is just yeah. a start for us. Like, I just, I just want to keep getting better. Absolutely. Like, giving better music. Cause on like, the second I one. mean, we'll, we'll listen to general Carolina. Welcome back. And be like, wow, we're so much better than that now. Like it's so <laughs> funny. And like that, like some of the people are just hearing us for the first time. Like now I'm like, we, the stuff we're going to put on our next mixtape is just going to blow people's minds. I just think it's crazy that, you know, this buzz has grown just in the last few months. You said your first performance was, what, beginning of last semester or so? Yeah, beginning of last semester. So last fall? I mean, where do you guys see yourself in a year? I mean, are you going to be hopefully hopefully Coachella? My my dream would be to be on tour, like like full-time tour. Exactly, yeah. Just because, like, I feel like going on tour is, like, a completely different experience than, like, like it it teaches you stuff because, like, not everybody's built for a tour. Yeah, that's true. It's doing shows and you have to like self motivate yourself to do the same shows every night and get people into it because that that's a big thing for me when I do a show I don't want to just I, I don't want it to just be an art exhibit where they come and hear our songs because they can do that with a CD I want it to be an experience where like when they come they're just like oh my gosh I had so much fun I, I was really vibing with y'all when are y'all coming back exactly like we try to make it more of a, a like an like a show like i feel like a lot like a lot of kids nowadays not just kids just artists in general like um their shows are literally just their cds being played and and them you know talking occasionally and i just you know like that doesn't really show your craft as an artist if you can't entertain as well as record in the studio because to be honest like if you want to actually sustain in this industry you got to be able to perform because no one buys records anymore yeah so. yeah well, uh, I can't wait to ask you guys you know, more questions about I, I definitely want to talk about the uh, UNC show that I saw uh, with you guys you know, a couple weeks ago. Um, we got to take a quick break, All right. but uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes with Eddie B. and Tim Gunter in the studio on WKNC. All right, and it's Spoons here. We're back with Eddie B. and Tim Gunter in the studio. What's um, up? <laughs> all right, so I saw you guys perform at Beta Theta Pi over at UNC Chapel yep, Hill. Um, that was what two weeks ago. Yeah, and I noticed I I met you guys for the first time uh, before the show. You were hanging out in one of the rooms upstairs at the fraternity mm-hmm. house, and you were just hanging out with your friends, just chilling. Not yeah. not really much of a ritual. It seemed like. I mean, what yeah. do you what do you guys do to get ready for shows? Usually we just like to chill out. Like we'll just chill. Like we usually we have a little crew that always rolls with us. And uh, we just usually chill, you know, and then up until like about five, ten minutes, you know, we, we get the room to ourselves and just get hyped up and, and prepared. And then we just like go and we just go hit the ground running. You know, we don't really have anything like, I mean, you know, we, we, we keep to ourselves, you know, like say, say our personal things or whatever. And yeah. we both get hyped up about five, ten minutes. Like we just had the room to ourselves and, you know, like we just dap it up and then we just walk on stage, you know, it's just, yeah, just it's go with the flow. It. Like I, I feed off the crowd. So like I get really hyped when I see the, like the crowd start coming towards the stage and everything and then when that happens um like I'll start I'll jump to like get the the yeah, nerves absolutely. out and then when he when he gives me that cue I, we just go out and yeah try and to uh, you saw like how we like to I like to come out and uh, and get the crowd hyped it's almost like kind of like we have an opener within ourselves like I'll come out there and do a few dance of this songs like live uh, on that beat machine I use 
and just get people like ready to hear and then when Eddie can like comes out like we can just like get the ground rolling like it's just almost like a pre-workout or something like a, like a warm up and then like that way when we when we're ready to go like the crowd's ready to hear cuz like a lot of times you come out and your first song will get overlooked because the crowd is like you know like not ready for the for the artist so you, you come out there and like I just DJ two or three songs get people hyped up yeah and it's and it's such an easy transition too because you know you're playing you know, I mean, songs, you know, that are getting everyone dancing, and then exactly. you come in, and you're wearing sunglasses, you yeah. know, girls are screaming, exactly. it's just, it's nuts. They love it, man, they love them, they love this guy. I don't know why, dog, real talk, like, they, there was a couple girls at UNC yeah. that were, like, causing problems on stage, yeah. like, no yeah, deal. I saw I saw the girls yeah. grinding up on no you while deal. you're while you're rapping. It was it must be uh, it must be a little bit distracting, yeah, huh? Get paid yeah, for sometimes this. like <laughs> they, just do, they just do outlandish type stuff, like and because like I've never experienced that type of thing, it kind of catches me off guard. Like one girl at that at that uh, show tried to pull me off stage like by my belt, and I, I was just like like I look I'll look back at Tim and just I'm just like dog, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and he's just like go go with it, dog. I don't know like. But it's it's fun. Yeah, man. I remember our our show at Duke last semester. Eddie and I were playing, and some kid just handed Eddie a beer in the middle of one of our songs. Yeah, and we <laughs> we just put it on the table. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, funny, like the stuff but... you experience being on a stage, like with all the people, like cheering for you. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you say to a girl that's pulling you off the stage by your belt? Just like not I... not now. <laughs> You're just like, like, like it's just, just like, kind of like like I'll like. I'll like joke around with her, like like I'll just be like 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 I'll make a face that like will get her happy and let me go so I can go do the show. But like it's just, it's just like <laughs> make it, her wait. I like it. Yeah, All right. you just gotta give them one. You know, just like the little finger wave, no touchy, like right now because we're trying to do our thing. Which maybe <laughs> afterwards, like give us give us like thirty forty five minutes, you know, and yeah. you can grab Eddie by his belt buckle. Yeah. Bea, I mean, how many people do you think there? There, you know, two hundred, three hundred, somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, it was, was it was a pretty packed house. Yeah, it was pretty packed. It was I, real cool. I'm not sure the actual numbers. I remember talking to um, one of the guys afterwards, and they said they thought they had around five hundred people come through. Oh wow! I'm not sure at one time how many people were there, but it was definitely packed. It was really hot in there. They said they said <laughs> we did one of the best shows that they've that they've thrown. So I was really happy about that. Yeah, like absolutely, that, that was the biggest payoff to me. Like I, I love when people have fun at our shows. Yeah. Right, because right now you're mostly getting spread by word of mouth. Yeah, yeah it, seems, it seems like. Absolutely. I mean, you've definitely got the internet working for you. We've talked about how many sites, different sites you're on. I mean, tons. Yeah. Um, you know, all over the world. But word of mouth, you know, especially here locally, I feel like, you know, I mean, you guys have a pretty big following at UNC and Duke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We need some more love here, though, for real. Whoever's yeah. listening, that's a Wolfpacker. The, the, the homeschools come on, really. I know, yeah, NC really State and UNCG. You think we, we opened for homecoming, and, and if you saw us, yeah. we were dope. <laughs> but, it's, but it's cool, though, like, like the kind of way that like I'll look at it is just kind of like I'll go and do a show, and then being at school is like my break. So nobody really knows what I'm doing outside of school. So yeah, they don't exactly. treat me any different. I can still go talk to people like like we're normal people because that's what we are. And um, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. It's, so, it's nice. So, it's like, so you're not celebrities? Nah, nah. I, I, <laughs> our like, names are. Our yeah, names are. Yeah, our but, names are. But like, but I feel not. like me is a. I'm, I'm a real person. Like, if somebody comes up to me and asks me a question about music, I'm gonna give you a real answer about it. Like. I'm I'm not one of those artists where if you if you come up to me and I feel like your music is better than mine or it's or it's bad, I'm going to lie to you. Like I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not just going to be like, "Oh, your music sucks." I'm just going to be like, "You need like you need to work on this this and this to get there because that's what I would want somebody to do for me." Right. And, exactly. and yeah, are you guys I mean, do you have people submitting songs and, you know, Albums yeah. to you, like yeah, for, to, yeah, for you actually, to look at uh, and stuff like yeah, that. More yeah. recently, with our, with our recent exposure, we've gotten uh, like quite a few people that'll you know hit us up on Facebook or email and like to check out their stuff. Yeah, and um, you know that, that's cool because like I, I'm down for that. Like I I always reply and I'll tell people like you know because like a lot of people want features and stuff like that. You know, like I usually say, like most of the time, like you know we're kind of too busy to do a feature. But I, I always listen to people's stuff and give them feedback. You know, as, from the uh, production standpoint, yeah. and Eddie can listen to the lyrics. But it's it's kind of flattering, like at least at this point. Like I, I don't know how it gets like when you're really big, but like right now, like just to see anyone that they'll they'll take the time out of their day to to ask for your opinion, like I I appreciate it. So I'm always gonna respond. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. I mean, 
you know, just to write an email and have the, I mean, it'd be pretty ballsy sending somebody your, uh, send somebody your homemade mixtape or something, you know, your, and like, I feel like a lot of people fear getting big lead. And that was one of our biggest things where it's just like, I don't want people to ever feel like I'm going to big lead them. Like if you send me or you give me your CD, I'm really going to listen to it and give you my real opinion about it. Like I've, I've dealt with a lot of people where I'll give them my CD and you can tell like immediately, like they're just like, all right, I'll listen to it. And then they just throw it in yeah. in the back and it never gets heard. Yeah. So like, I don't want people to feel like that. Yeah. So what, what genre would you throw your music in? I mean, it's, I mean, it's all over the place. It's, you know, I mean, it's very electronic. You, you got the hip hop aspects, but it's not, I mean, it's definitely not mashups. It's all original. I would, uh, I like to say that it's just good music. Real yeah. talk. Like, we, we don't we don't really know like if we have a label for our genre. Like we don't want to limit ourselves by throwing in ourselves in a basket at least this early. You know, like if you if you have the tape, you heard like Eddie like singing on uh, Apple of My Eye. Just uh, that's actually a uh, psychedelic rock sample from Black uh, Black Moth Super Rainbow. So I mean, like w- w- we'd like to go all over the place. We just like to get in the studio and make songs. You know, we don't want to be labeled and and you know push anyone away because oh they're hip hop. I don't like hip hop. We just want people to listen to our music and make their own opinion. You know, they can form their own genre, I guess, yeah. of what we are. Like, and we I don't mean, want... like, if you don't get down with good music, then yeah. there, there, there's nothing else that I can do for you. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to make bad music to appeal to the people that like bad music. Like, I, I feel, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like people want good music. So regardless of the genre, I'm going to do my best to give you all the best music I can do. I'm listening to your music, and I can listen to it when I'm just chilling, hanging out. I can listen to it when I'm studying for a test, and I can listen to it when I'm playing music at a party. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. It's it, it's literally, I mean, good music. It's, Thank you. I would say that's yeah, a pretty good classification. <laughs> yeah. we, we like that aspect of ourselves, too, that you can literally, like, we have songs you can throw on, like you said, you know, in a chill situation, you know, in, in a party situation, whatever. Like, that's, that's something that we really capitalize on, just being able to, being so versatile, like that, we can just literally make jams that, like, we want to attract like ed- like every type of listener, you no, know, no matter like what you're listening or what situation you're in. Yeah, well, um, let's get back to your shows real quick. So there are probably you know a couple good number of people, a couple hundred people at a fraternity house at UNC. What? How did you guys start? What was the turnout like at your first performance? Where was your first performance? And you know how's it? Our first performance was actually kind of crazy just because we kind of got thrown to the sharks. Like, it was just kind of like no warm-up period. Exactly. You're just yeah. headlining. Like, we, our first show was at Duke, and um, there was like 400 people there, and we had an interview before the yeah, show. On the, on the TV station. Yeah, and then we, we went on the stage, and it was just like, all right. It was I, like, this is what you asked for, swim, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just like sink um, or swim. So Our first show, like you said, was at Duke, and... I was telling you earlier, man, we just really, like he said, he's a perfect way to describe it. He just got kind of thrown into the sharks, and it was like, you know, this is what you want to do with your life, like prove yourself. And then since then, we've just been, you know, like yeah, climbing man. the ladder. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. As as possible. And uh, you've got some prospective, you know, concerts coming up on the horizon. You want to yeah. tell me a little bit about that? Well, we have, uh, we have some shows. We're working on some shows in California, in Chicago. New uh, York. Yeah, um, New York, Texas. Um, like I said earlier, a little run in Tennessee. Hopefully more shows in North Carolina because that's where we're from. And actually, our biggest thing, what we're trying to do right now, which is very key, is we have a chance to open for Hoodie Allen in Durham um, on the 24th of February. But we need y'all's help to uh, go out and vote for us. Um, yes. You can head over to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Eddie B. Tim Gunter, and you'll see a link on there. Um, there's a poll on a big, pretty big blog, which is actually local. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Sunset in the rear view. Shout out to Lydia Simmons over at Duke. She runs that blog, and uh, she's throwing a show with Hoodie Allen, and, and uh, it's between us and a guy named Young Prince who's out, out um, at Guilford in Greensboro. And shouts so, out to Young Prince, yeah. real talk. He makes good music, too. Yeah, shouts to Young real Prince. Talk. You know, may the best man win. You know, like, we're supporting whoever wins that show. Yeah. But uh, just go over and help us out. Eddie B. and Tim Gunter on Sunset and Rearview. You'll find it on our Facebook yeah. page. It's like um, facebook.com backslash E-D-D-Y-B. Tim Gunter G U N T E R. Yeah, and guys, going to Sunset on the rear or Sunset in the Rearview. If you are liking anything that's playing tonight, we got so many more songs coming your way. You know, Young Prince, as good as he may be, I hope you guys win. Thank I mean, you. thank you. Know, I appreciate it. It's uh, uh, for me, it's no contest. Um, so, what do we have next? 
Um, we're going to play our, one of our biggest uh, songs by far. It's called Fall From a Cloud. Um, it's a joint we made back in April. Completely original, no samples. Just like, it's just a, a really great, just a yeah. con, like just a project. It's more of a project than a song, and you can make your own decisions, but it's dope. And, th- and this is what, you know, I, I thought sounded a lot like, you know, a Lupe Fiasco yeah. beat, you know, and he's spending... You know, fifty k, hundred k on a beat, <laughs> and you guys made this, and you know, you guys are college juniors, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sophomore. So. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still. Yeah. Even yeah. better. Makes my point even better. All right. So here we have Eddie B and Tim Gunter on WKNC, and right now we're gonna hear "Fall from a Cloud." Eddie B and Tim Gunter. That was Fall from a Cloud off there. That's off Junior North Carolina. Welcome back, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about your follow up to Junior North Carolina. Welcome back. Is that is that in the making right now? Yeah, it's in yeah, the it's, it's in, in the, the making. Um, we can't give you guys the name. I'll give you the acronym. It's um FTWF, and uh basically we want y'all to come up with your meaning for it. So we can't we can't give you the set title yet just because. That'll that'll make it so that everybody thinks that it's one set thing. But we wanted to make it so that it works for everybody. It's in the works, and we're we're working real hard to come hard with the um with the second project, exactly. so, so that uh we can get more fans, especially like locally where we're at, because a lot of people know us at like Duke and UNC. But like how we said, we we want people to know where where we are, who we are. Yeah, and 
I mean, FTWF. That's pretty. It's uh, pretty mysterious. It's yeah. like a, it's like a clue. I gotta I gotta figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna come hard. Like it'll definitely be like I, I was telling you earlier. Um, like we we kind of look at Dear North Carolina, Welcome Back now, and we're just like we like to see how much we've grown since we recorded those songs. Like like this next tape is gonna be so dope. Like just I've grown as a producer. He's grown as an artist. Like you know, we're gonna get some features on there. We're getting you know. Um, yeah, we're gonna get it hosted by some some pretty awesome DJs, and uh, it's gonna be a really awesome project. We're really looking forward to it. This is Spoons here in the studio with Eddie B and Tim Gunter. You want to tell them where they can download your music? If they go to uh, Facebook.com backslash Eddie B Tim Gunter, then uh, the link for our mixtape is up there. And uh, while they're there, they can vote for us to open for Hoodie Allen for those that uh, want to see us and haven't seen us yet yeah, in exactly. in the Raleigh area. Yeah, like that. We're, we're actually going to be back um, for if uh, if you don't want to come out to the Hoodie Island show, we're going to be back at UNC pretty soon here at uh, Deke. So we're working that out. So that's another opportunity. And uh, as far as mixtape goes, you can if you type in "Dear North Carolina" on Google, it'll fill it out for you, like the welcome back part. And it, there, you know, there's there's tons of sites that host it, or just search Eddie B. Tim Gunter on Google, and you'll be able to find a bunch of our tracks or YouTube or anything. Um, but Facebook.com is like our central, you know, Facebook backslash Eddie B. Tim Gunter is like our central hub. You know, we're actually going to be releasing a new track on Monday, so you'll be able to get that there. But uh, Google is like pretty much the best place to go just because like nowadays it spreads so far that it's kind of hard to keep it central. So you need like a search engine. But if yeah. you Google Eddie B. Tim Gunter, like our mixtape will come up. It's hosted on Dad Piff. It's hosted on Good Music All Day. Shout yeah, out to Dirty I'm... Mexican Lemonade. Connor, if you're listening, what's up? Yeah. They hosted it as well, so... Go where hip hop dope site you should check it out. They they're the first people to really uh, get yeah. behind us. Um, they're a pretty big blog in Chicago, um, hip hop blog. So yeah, just Google it. <laughs> yeah, and if you uh, if you like what you're hearing tonight, I downloaded it on Datpiff. You guys have a sponsored mixtape on there. Do yeah. North Carolina welcome back? It's a free download. You don't even have to log in. It is easy as hell. You yeah. go on the website. You press download. And you've got this amazing music on your iPod. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna tracks. Oh, yeah. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with Eddie B. and Tim Gunter. I'm Spoons on WKNC. All right, and we are back with Eddie B. and Tim Gunter in the studio with Spoons. We were talking about shows. We were talking about your yeah. upcoming mixtape. You think maybe fall for FTWF? You think that's, or, you know, yeah, or, no, is, or yeah, is that no, like a next no year kind of thing? Than, no later than fall. Yeah, no right. later than fall, absolutely. Cause of a, but, I mean, we're not going to be dead till then. We're going to be putting out, like I said, we got a track coming out Monday. We'll be releasing singles, you know. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll be all over the you know, the internet and be, we'll release, you know, a lot of songs. But the major project, no later than fall, absolutely. Uh, how how often do you guys record? I mean, how, how many hours a week? I mean, how, First of all, how many credit hours are you taking this um, semester? I got fifteen. I'm Fif- taking fifteen. Okay, fifteen. That's a. I mean, that's a pretty. Mid- I mean, middle sized load. Exactly. You know, yeah. not not too hard, but mm-hmm. not not easy enough to where you could be putting serious hours into this. And I know you said earlier you don't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So nope. really, you know, I mean, how many how many hours a week are you guys putting into this? Well, I mean, we try and get it together every single weekend. Um, yeah, and then uh, lots of I know. 40, 40, the Interstate 40, like that has our name all over it, man. We're always on 40, just like either going to Greensboro or him coming to Raleigh. But uh, we just get together on the weekends, whether we're like if we can sit down before a show and just, you know, start working on stuff or or if we just have a Saturday to get up yeah. at like 9 o'clock and just stay like, like in the studio all day. We're know? we're always working, though. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just um like um my homeboy, my, my roommate, actually, he'll see me and I'll come from class and I'll just put on a beat and like, I'll just keep writing. Like it's just like school, yeah, exactly. food, and and writing. And then on the weekend, we'll do like these long twelve-hour studio sessions where we'll bang stuff out. The last time we were actually on here, I got here and we did a song right before I came here, and and then we did the radio interview. So it's like we're always in the same night. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, always like, looking and for it, a it, the funny thing is we've noticed is that we always get really tired if we eat. So like we try yeah. not to eat until like at the very end of the session. Because if we go eat and come back, we're just like we're just like drooling, looking at each other, like we don't even know what's going on because our yeah. brain's so tired from being in the studio all day. So, like I said, man, like it, you know, before shows, we'll we'll sit down and just like whenever we can get it. Because I mean, we're we're you know seventy miles apart yeah. and being at UNCG, so you know, like I'll write beats all week, and we I mean we talk every day, so like we, we'll communicate, and then we'll just get together on the weekends and bang bang a lot of songs out. That's great. I mean, you know, it's a real. 
Yeah, it's a story where you guys start from not knowing each other, and you know you're starting at age what twenty? Yeah, yeah 19. 19, 20. I mean, not the average college student. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that, uh, we love it though. Like that. That's cool because uh, you know we both want to do something um, really great, and you know, we realize the the sacrifices you have to make to your yeah. college lifestyle. Like you know, like not being able to go out on the weekends. Like we yeah. we spent Fridays or Saturdays party. just like in the studio like you know while people are out you know partying or whatever like we're in the studio but i mean it pays off because like we, we get to experience these great things like you know being yeah. able to go you know fly somewhere for a show or, or go to you know like just even last week or a few weekends ago at unc is just like just that that many people want to come out and listen to us is, is really awesome and, and we really love it it pays off like all the all the you know sacrifices you make just you make gains in what you want to do if if you really put your mind to it and it really like consumes you it's it's kind of like being an athlete like a college athlete like they're always either in class or working on be like like working out or running like it's the same thing like any break that i have i'm writing if if there if i don't have anything to write down a lot of times i'll keep it in my head and i'll just keep reciting it in my head until i can remember it and like 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 he said where People will go out and party and they'll just be like, hey, how come you never come party with us? And it's just like, I'll, I'll party when I make it. Like, you exactly. can party at any time, but you can you can only chase your dream for so long. Exactly. And we, we both realize that, like, at any given moment, like, you know, there's someone, you know, that wants it just as bad as you. Like, we, we see our two seats and, like, until we sit in them, like, someone else is trying to take them. So, like, we, you know, we've made a lot of sacrifices to just make sure that we're, we're – like, I want to make sure I worked harder than – my my counterpart in whatever part of the world that night so like it, it just comes with you know with every great thing you got to make a lot of sacrifices for it yeah right and i feel like at your stage in the game that is what makes the difference because if someone you know that's on a pretty similar level as far as fans mm-hmm. and downloads online goes right now if they get the opening spot for a band yeah and you guys don't that i mean that literally could be the difference between making and not making exactly. it. But. Yeah. And that's how I see it. Like any any song that we put out, I put my all into it because I don't know. Like a lot of times like I've been told by label execs that like they don't listen to the whole song. If you don't catch their their ear in that first 30 seconds, they're done. Exactly. So yeah. like I want to make sure in that first 30 seconds people are like, I want to keep listening and just keep listening to, to everything that they have. Because I know, I know that like, at any moment, like I could be rapping, I could be rapping at a gas station and somebody discover me, but I want to be ready. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like, uh, my, uh, home, uh, big Sean has said this quote where he was like, um, a lot of people had called him lucky for meeting Kanye West. And, um, he said that nothing is luck. Like it's when skill and, and the, um, the practice meets opportunity. Like, when you're actually prepared for that opportunity, then it then it becomes and it, it comes to be. But if you don't prepare yourself, then when, what's the point of the opportunity? Like yeah, exactly, like because you you can't handle it. Yeah, so, I mean you could you could meet Kanye West, but if your raps suck, yeah, then yeah. that could you be know, your one shot. Yeah, like then you, you then it doesn't matter if you met Kanye like, West or not. I mean, a picture is nothing like a record deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, and that's why, like like he said, we put our all into every song because like we have no idea which song is gonna take off or or which song like. Um, who's gonna hear what song? Because like he like like he said, you only really get one shot. Like I mean, you can try again, but that that first time is really what what counts. Especially like you know when the right person hears it and it's it's good that first time. Like they they'll come knocking on your door instead of you constantly knocking on theirs. Yeah. Well, um, do we have uh another song queued up? Yeah, we got another song. Um, this is also from our mixtape. Anyone who's a big fan of the movie Donnie Darko, you'll know this song by heart. It's probably one of your favorite songs. I love it. I was actually the reason I made this beat is because I was watching Donnie Darko that day, and I was like, "Wow, this song is sick!" And I made the beat, and Eddie just killed it with the lyrics. So, um, I mean, you'll know. I don't even need to explain this one for most of you people, but uh, it's called "It's a Mad World." It's featuring Gary Jules, and uh, yeah, it's off our tape, which can be downloaded for free, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, guys, if uh, if you like what you're hearing tonight, definitely go to Datpiff or Facebook.com backslash Eddie B Tim Gunter. It's it's all on there and it is awesome and it's free. Yeah, free, free. free is really the best part. Yep. It's it's really word of mouth right there's, now. There's you, no reason why you shouldn't yeah, download you, it. You pay us by telling your friends. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, let's hear it. This is WKNC with Eddie B and Tim Gunter. 
DHP, Tim rocking on the beat. Yeah. It's kinda funny how people change so fast when they see you doing something. Uh. Eddie B and Tim Gunter here in the studio on WKNC. That last song we heard, It's a Mad World, sample from Donnie Darko. Definitely a crazy movie. Um, I mean, I, I love the take on that song. And Eddie, your rhymes on that are just, it's smooth, man. It's real, real smooth. Thank you. So, so how do you decide what to pick samples from? Are you literally hearing a song on the radio and you're like, wow, if I cut that yep. a little bit, it would be uh, it would be gold? Or Yeah, like I said earlier, uh, Pandora is the best for me. Like, I, you know, I'll hear something on I heard something today, actually, on Pandora, and I'll, I'll keep that secret so, it's, so it doesn't uh, ruin anything. But um, Pandora or just music blogs or anything, like, I'll just, if I hear something, I'm like, yo, I could totally flip that into something. Just the mad world was just like, it's just like an anthem, and, and the, the, the melody of the song. It just was asking for to have it a beat over it and someone to rap, so that's how that came about. But I mean, most of the time, it's just it's like everything you hear me sample is the songs that I listen to, like that, like I like I'll, I'll throw on those bands. Like I'm not just oh I, I like this song, so I'm gonna sample. It. Like I like I'll be going through their albums. Like you know, I sampled like Edgar Winter Group on Do North Carolina Welcome Back. Uh, Mike Snow, which is a, a electronic group that's like Ed, Edgar um, Winter Group, like Frankenstein underwear. Yeah, like, oh uh, wow. Like any um, Mike Snow, that's Mike uh, Snow, um, that's huge difference. A group called Teeth, like an electronic group, that was the sample for Luggage. Larue, I have sampled Larue. Oh, for, the, the uh, Bulletproof. Yeah, or, I mean that's uh, Revenge of the Nerds on the on the tape is Larue, and um, See the Light is actually a Larue sample. So like it's just me, just like I listen, like that's that's how I get by. Like when I when I wake up, I have to listen to music. You know, I listen to music before I go to sleep. Sometimes I'll just chill in my room with my speakers on and just listen to music, and I'm like. 
that's when I like get up. I'm like, whoa, 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 what song is that? Like, and I throw. It, I have a little playlist on my iTunes called Samples, and I'll just throw it in the Samples bucket. It just comes to me like when I'm listening to music. You know, it's it's just that's that's the, that's the key to being a great producer is just having a vast knowledge of like all types of music. Yeah, and um, you told me earlier that you are using Logic yeah, to, to make beats, and that's I mean that seems to be the standard these yeah. days uh, yeah. among producers. So how I, I guess I. You know, you guys are you guys are making this in your studio, which is at your place here in Raleigh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we actually, and it uh, it's very mobile. I was telling you, um, we have a little setup in my room, uh, which where we do a lot of recording. But sometimes, if I have to go to UNCG, um, I just have a MacBook Pro. He has a mic and uh, audio interface at UNCG. I also have a mic. Uh, we can just throw in the, it's got a little case, and I just have Beats by Dre headphones, and I can just go out there, record some tracks, be able to listen, like, studio quality in these headphones, see how the vocals sound, and, like, it's just great, which is awesome, because for us, like, you, it, you know, if you're an artist, you know the studio time costs. Yeah. Uh, they don't mess around there. Like, it's usually, like, anywhere from 40 to 50 bucks an hour, and, and then it takes at least a day to get a song done, so you're going to be spending, like, anywhere from, like, all, like probably close to $400 just to do one song, and, like, we, we got 16 songs songs like we have like no costs here like we literally just have like through through research and stuff i've just built a little like makeshift studio in my room and, and you know we're able to use that just for any uh for any state students listening he is not in an on-campus dorm no though you guys said you did record at your dorm in greensboro absolutely yeah. the uh mad world that you guys just heard was recorded in his uh dorm room yeah and, and that sounds like it was in you know the most soundproof studio well, la i mean yeah. i just man like a, to be honest anyone who's trying to do anything out there you can find it on youtube i'm serious like youtube will teach you how to be a surgeon i i, I wouldn't yeah. put that past youtube like <laughs> if you want to learn how to do anything including music production just watch youtube videos like somebody out there somewhere has put up a youtube video on how to do whatever you want to do i promise you <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it has been great having you guys in the studio. Um, just wrapping it. things up. If you liked what you heard tonight, definitely get on Dat Piff and download their album for free and facebook.com backslash Eddie B. Tim Gunter. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you guys are also in the running to perform for Hoodie Allen. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Help us out, vote we really it. need y'all to go vote and support on that so then we can uh, do a show in Durham. Please, please go go to facebook and click that link and vote for us and this is february 24th february 24th the concert is and yeah. tickets are uh, i think they're 12 dollars in advance and 15 the day of so i mean yeah. and that's that's not that much money for Absolutely. going to a kick-ass concert yeah, yeah and you'll be able to see three acts i think if, if we open it'll be us i'm not sure who the middle guy is and then hoodie allen um so like three acts for 15 bucks is like five dollars an act so and it's good. Yeah, it's yeah, all great good. Music, great music. Absolutely, you should come out. All right. Well, uh, definitely go on Sunset in the Rearview to vote for them for that concert if you guys are liking what you're hearing. And we got one more song for them, right? Absolutely. It's called, this is a shout out to everyone in, uh, in our area. It's called City on My Back. It's just about repping North Carolina. So I'm just going to throw that on for you guys. Well, hey, it's been great having you in the studio. Thank um, you for having us. For everyone here at KNC, I'm Spoons, and I will see you guys next Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. And right now, we have City on My Back by Eddie B. and Tim Gunter on WKNC. Yeah, the boy coming. Now I got a little bit of shiny girls coming. And all the dudes frontin'. Cause I'm doing something. Shining with my mind. And I'm staying on my grind. Put my city on my back. Yeah, city on my back. City on my back. Yeah, city on my back. Get the whole game on track. Get it poppin' in the cack. And I got the whole city on my back. City on my back. No, I can't get like it. 